Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? This episode of Another VO Podcast is sponsored by Headphone. If you're looking for something new to listen to during that long commute to work, that trying workout, or just for funsies, check out Headphone, a premium audio show platform. They've got comedies, romance, and even thrillers and horrors like Dracula and Dark Matter. So check it out at headphonewithanf.co.in. Use code AnotherVOPOD10 to get 10% off your first month subscription. That's another VO pod 10 to get 10% off your first month subscription. Hey, uh, talky internet thingy. Yeah, could you uh, find me a voiceover podcast that has more than one person on it? It's not boring and, you know, it's, it's you know. There's a lot of VO podcasts out there sharing a lot of insight and knowledge. But on another VO podcast... You get to hear from three guys who are accountability partners and who all have a different story of how their VO careers came together. Do they have all the answers? Probably not. But between the three of them, they've made all the mistakes you don't want to make. And hey, they're really nice guys. Well, pretty much. Here's Jake, Alden, and Troy with another VO podcast. What up? What up? Welcome back to another VO podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jake Sanders, joined by Troy Holden and Alden Schoenberg. Guys, it is Tuesday after NFL Sunday. Did you guys watch some football this weekend? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) You sound so excited. Um, I think I watched uh, more college football on Saturday than I did on Sunday, though. Mm, College football, okay. I watched absolutely none. You're not a football guy, Troy, are you? No, no, I am. But you are? I, I have just, <clears throat> I don't know, something about the last several years, I, I've just gotten so frustrated with some of the attitude of the players and stuff. Now, I'll sure. watch college football, but I have really laid off um, uh, professional football. But yeah, I, I know love, a lot of people Love college, like though. Love yeah, college well, it's ball. like the college guys have got something to play for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the NFL guys are just like, right. eh, you know, like the, yeah. I could I could totally understand not wanting to follow that because of the attitude and whatnot. Um, but it, it is, it is a lot more fun to watch people who have a real drive and have a real thing to work towards, yeah. which is getting into yeah. the NFL. That's when they become not fun to watch. I'm actually, I'm not really a fan of any particular team. I, I am a big fan of like, you know, doing I do a couple of season long fantasy leagues and then I also do daily fantasy um, because again, I really like to gamble. So I'm really, <laughs> I'm really about the players. Um, I enjoy, yeah. I'm fans of the cert of certain players and whatnot. Uh-huh. So yeah. as far as teams winning, I don't really care one way or the other, as long as my players who I pick that week are doing what they, what I need them to do. Um, but uh, right. I, it was, it was a little, my girlfriend is a fan of the Kansas city Chiefs, So it was a little devastating for her to see oh, <laughs> them lose Thursday the, was a <laughs> disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Was. But honestly, I feel, I mean, especially after the jets game last night, I feel like it's going to be a crazy season. Just, just a full of unexpected. Oh my stuff. gosh. Yeah. 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 Well, all that money to, <laughs> oh, I know. to lose oh, your quarterback in the middle of game one. <laughs> Four yeah. snaps in and he's out for the season. Yeah. Yeah, talking about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, if you're not following along at home. Um, But anyway, well, I'm glad football's back, and I'm glad that we're back with another episode. I just wanted to call out real quick. uh, We had somebody message us uh, probably, I think, about a week ago. His name was Sandy Slade. He reached out to all of us, I think, on Instagram. Uh, He just said, just wanted to reach out and say hi. I'm starting out late on my voiceover journey, but have 
but have been passionate about it for decades. I'm loving your podcast, great atmosphere, and so much practical knowledge. Well, Sandy, we just want to say thanks for reaching out to us. That's really cool of you to say that. Absolutely. Thanks, Sandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And we're glad that you're getting value out of uh, what we come together and talk about because that's really what we want to do. We just want to show you that, you know, we're just three different guys who've got different opinions and different thoughts and different processes and different journeys in this VO life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unintended. And we started this wanting to be an encouragement to people. And it's mm-hmm. great to hear that that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is very good to, uh, that that's happening. Now, Sandy did ask us, he said, I would definitely be interested in a topic on character voices and impressions and per- slash impersonations and voiceover work. Is there such a thing as an impressions demo? Would it would that even be something that is done? So no. what do you what are your guys thoughts real quick on 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 character voices and impressions? Um. I'll tell you real quick from my point of view, what I've seen as far as being able to like mimic people or characters, I see a space for that on pretty much only Fiverr, like where people are like, can you do such and such voice? I mean, particularly, I see a lot of it for Morgan Freeman. I know a couple of guys who do the Morgan Freeman gig and that's cool. I totally understand that because probably hiring Morgan Freeman to do something for you would be highly expensive compared to these other guys. Yes, it would. Pretty darn close. And, And usually those, and we'll have to ask our, our resident Morgan Freeman guy who's not on this podcast, but- He's he does a lot of that stuff on Fiverr uh, stuff I've seen. They're like, this is in-house. This is in office. We're not claiming it's Morgan Freeman. We just want to set a mood for our mm-hmm. employees, right. for our team and uh, make it feel special. And so that's that's very different than the doing impressions while they are fun to do. And but you'll often get those things in like YouTube thing uh videos where they want to use mock voices and do impressions and come up with their own uh with their fan content uh stuff like that yeah i think doing your own character voices that's fine you you can you can come up with your own you gotta come up with your own yeah but you don't you don't want to go out there and 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 put out impressions i mean i just don't know anybody that has done that Right. No, and I just I just don't think there's a lot of room for like he said, you know, one of the things he asked is there's such thing as an impressions demo and there's not an impressions no. demo and you're not going to get a lot of like unless you're no. like and, and unless you're like really spot on, you're really not going to get a lot of work for that. Um, Again, I'm going to reiterate what Troy said, Car- coming up with your own characters and having a character demo. That's totally a thing. And that right, and, right. And that is something that you should pursue if that's what you're into, if that's the aspect of uh, voiceover that you want to pursue. But as yeah. far as impressions, there's not really going to be a lot of opportunity for you to make a big career out of that. Yeah. Um, and, and don't yeah. do don't do accents unless you've been trained and they're yeah. sure. spot on. Yeah, you yeah. got to be you good know, at that. It's, it's one thing to joke around and say, well, get me something better. I've got the Havoc. I'm like, Tavish. You know, it's, yeah, it's funny <laughs> to do that for a second or two, but I can't hold that for three minutes because I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And, and what's funny has... about that is that you don't know what Troy just said. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Can we get an interpreter here? Right. I'm just giving, I'm just. No, that's great. I don't know what I said either. I I had, you know, I think I I was telling you about this, Jake, because it was uh, a casting that we both uh, looked into. Yeah. But a job that I was cast to do the American accent for, they asked if I could also do a British accent. Yeah. But they wanted it to be a real British accent. Yes. They wanted it to be sound authentic. Mm-hmm. And they were going to pay me for both. Well, that sounds great, but I, 
I said, no, I can't you do that. Said, uh, you said puppycock. That's what you <laughs> said. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Yeah. And, and again, like they have you, a lot of us want to believe that we can go in there and just be like, oh, this is asking for a British accent. And I'll go in and do a British accent. But if it's not if, if they don't know you and they don't know that you're not British, then and, and you can convince right, them. Right. Great. But you have to be like I would I would say like 110 percent confident in your and if, and if your British, your British accent, accent if you gained your British accent by only quoting Monty, Monty Python movies Ooh. that's probably not going to work out too well for yeah. you yeah <laughs> and you know that stuff that's being used here in the states that's one thing but when you get an agent yep. audition yeah and they're saying oh, definitely they need you know authentic British authentic French yeah they're, that that's right. program that's going back to that country they're mm-hmm. going to find you out and if and if for some crazy reason, you got booked for that, and it got accepted or played. Yeah, somebody, somebody's in trouble because right. they're going to real quickly know. No, yep. no, no, that's not. Yep. Pish posh. You know? No, yeah, yeah. Pish posh. <laughs> that's, you know, and that's like I hear people, and there are people on. Uh, I use Fiverr for an example on there that have, like me, have a Southern <clears> gig, <throat> but they're not Southern. They're on there doing this. Red like me. yappity yappity, you know, really bad what? stuff. Yeah. yeah, really what? bad. That's surprising. That here's a so surprise. You, you know, you, dra- <laughs> you we can draw the line at all these international accents, but I guarantee you, nobody will ever speak up and say, "I only want an authentic Southern accent." Yeah, I yep. never, I never hear that. So right. Yep. Well, again, even though Sandy, it's all Australian, it just ain't fair by even God. though it's all Australian and British actors playing our Marvel comic heroes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Their American accents are a lot better than that whatever is, your accent is yes. going to come up with. Yeah. You are 100% yeah. accurate on that. Um, yeah. and, well, and I'm learning through dialect coaching. It's it's once you get through the first one and you pick up on all the mantras of what's different, mm-hmm. then you can go learn and be coached on these accents and do very well with them. Sure. You're, you're not going to be authentic, but you're going to be pretty darn good. And it's amazing to me once you get the first one down and you know where the words and the inflections and everything changes and what's different, yeah. how you can apply it to the next one. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, yep. thanks, guys, for giving your input on that. Sandy, I want to just say I don't mean to discourage you from doing your impressions. Keep that up, man, especially if it's content yeah. for your Instagram. I do encourage you to look into doing like a character demo where the characters are completely independent of pe- of existing characters, but something that you come up with. And there's so much information out there if you just uh, do your research on uh, how to go about getting a character demo done and maybe coaching with uh, coaches who sp- um, specialize in character um, and animation and whatnot. But thanks again for your kind words. We're glad you like the podcast and thanks for uh, writing us and telling us what you uh, think of the podcast because we really love that and we love yeah. to hear from yeah. all of you if you take the time to email us, um, which we'll cover at the end. But and that was a great that was a great question because I've never had anybody ask. It that. was. Oh, it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. It was. <laughs> and there's no such thing as a bad question. No. Um, they're all good. So again, don't hold no anybody that wants to ask a question, please do. If you don't um, know but, till you ask, right? Right. Exactly. You don't know till you ask, and we're happy to help and answer as best we can. Um, but today's real topic that we're getting to is being real and transparent uh, with the you know other voiceover people who approach you because I know we. See see it a lot all the time and this kind of touches back on on alden's episode from a few weeks back about the um 
ex- the seduction of the uh, exception. You know, you see yeah, people yeah. who are like, I do so well in voiceover. I make six figures, blah, 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 blah. There's also other people that just might be peers of yours that, that lo- they look like they're doing really well and they may not be doing as well as you would think or as they would lead you to believe. Now, I'm not thinking of anybody in particular, but, you know, I am on social media. I see other people and I can only guess how successful they are. But and sometimes based on their posts um, and mm-hmm. what they post, I'm like, they must be really successful. And then maybe come to find out they're not doing so hot. And uh, to be fully transparent, me, myself, I mean, like I, I've got tons of stuff I can post about jobs I've done. I got, you know, I mean, I've collabed with some people lately on some fun Instagram stuff and been posting that stuff Been doing my own independent stuff. But as I was telling the guys the other day, um, I might be in a situation where I'm going to have to look for an, a side gig and whether that's a part time job or maybe a full time remote home job. It is what it is. That's the mm-hmm. struggles of voiceover. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. one thing is for sure, I definitely don't plan on giving up on voiceover. I still am going to be grinding out as hard as I can and figuring it out. But, you know, unfortunately, money rules in this world. And it does. And it in, does. in voiceover, as, as you can make great money in voiceover, sometimes it just doesn't come at all at once. So, yeah, that's one of the things I'm struggling with lately. But I told the guys that and then we decided maybe we should just have an episode on being transparent and real. And really mm-hmm. anybody who finds themselves in that situation, whether they're building a voiceover business or any other business, mm-hmm. you're, it's not admitting a failure. What nope. you're doing is you're buying yourself more time. Right. You know, because if you tried to continue to struggle and, you know, don't see your income growing as fast as it needs to go to provide for your family and your needs, then <clears throat> you got to you got to supplement that. Right. Right. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> you're going to continue sure. pressing on your journey and growing your business. And at some point your business is going to get so busy that you can't keep the other job and that's, and, and or make you so much income that you don't even want the other job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing. I mean, like in my story, when we first started the podcast, I probably went full time too, too early, but you know what? I'm glad I did one, because I got out of a job that was just draining me yeah. mentally. It was not great for my mental health, but two, I mean, I wanted to see what it was like and, and basically having nothing else to do, but immerse myself in the voiceover business. I mean, like I've made a lot of mistakes. I've learned some things. Um, I'm still learning things and you should always learn things. But I mean, like I have responsibilities not only to myself, but to my family and, 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 you know, my house, my animals that I have. I mean, like I have, I have made choices and I have to provide for those choices any way that I can. Um, again, it's not, I don't feel like I'm failing voiceover. I mean, like, I feel like I've, I might, me personally, I feel like I'm talented enough to, to be good at this and to be successful at this, which I already am. But I just, it's come to a point where it's like, I need to, I think I need to introduce something else in order to help yeah. maintain mm-hmm. what I've built already, you know? Right. Yep. Right. It's <clears throat> tough. It really is tough. I, I have those, those months where I think that, and, you know, I, I tell you the most tempting thing to me, and this actually happened yesterday, a <clears> recruiter <throat> sends me an email. If I would have any interest in moving to South Carolina to run, to run a plant. And, you know, here I am, I'm about to turn 60. I don't really want to go pick up and move and go anywhere. But when I look down there and it says $185,000 a year, it's really hard yeah. for It's Sometimes I'm going, <clears throat> hmm. But like you, Jake, I, I, I jumped ship a little quick. I had to. I couldn't take it anymore. Sure. And, and, that. that's, and then when I look <clears throat> at that and I go, oh, $185,000 for what? Am I, I'm going to be right back quickly, the new will wear off in a year and I'll be right back where, where I was. I don't want to go do that. Could I do that and keep doing voiceover? Sure. 
you can pick up and move and go to South Carolina and have your studio set up the next day, ready to go. Right. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But it's not the right thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we all have to make those decisions. And I think it's good to be transparent about it so everybody else can hear this is a longer journey and a, a marathon. And and in Jake's case, I have to say that he really he really should be, I, I know it's a financial thing and I get that. But when you look at the length of time you've been in this, you got to be a little easier on yourself because mm-hmm. you didn't start oh, yeah. doing, you didn't start doing the marketing and the stuff until what, six months ago or, or a little more than that. Yeah. Maybe. Like just before 2022 ended. So, I mean, like I, I yeah. started learning how to market in like August, 2022. And then I don't think I sent my first email until like October. And then I had to take there a three go. month yeah. break yeah. because of, oh, you yeah. know, just other things. Cause, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I may have been be I may have been in voiceover for four years now or almost four years. It'll be four years in January or February or whatever. Yeah. Like full four year four full mm-hmm. years. But I'm not been full time for that time. You know what I mean? But right. now I know right. different things and right. it's almost like I started over. You know, I, I was like trying out voiceover for the first two years almost. Yep. You know what I mean? Or for almost first three years. So yeah, I'm not concerned in that aspect. I'm I'm wondering where I'll be in a year from now. Maybe I won't mm-hmm. need that other job anymore, depending on, but I am making connections. I'm making tons of connections. And any day, I know that there could be a connection that just clicks and all of a sudden, you know, I don't have to worry about yeah. that anymore. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I can't <clears throat> bank on that, right? Because right. I don't know when right. it's going to happen. Right. And I don't want to assume that it's going to happen right away, you know? Yeah. All I know is that I'm, I like doing voiceover. I think I'm good at voiceover the getting the second job would be would not be starting a new career it would just be helping me fund my dreams still right there you go right, That's yeah. right. Yep. Something yep. how many you know look at it from a, a musician's point of view how many musicians have to wait tables or do this or do that you know while they're playing at night somewhere and, and they're, they're doing things in clubs and whatever, you know, that's, that's how it goes or work. Right. You know, I, I remember hearing stories of guys here in Nashville that worked construction in Nashville and they played the bars on the weekends, but they, you know, they were songwriting and, and making their contacts and associations with people. And that's what, you know, we have to do. Don't look at it as a step back. Like you said, look at it as something to keep supplementing the dream you have right. to get, to get where you want to go. Right. Well, and how many businesses to spur on the next level of growth will go out and get a business loan? True. Right. To supplement and to increase their staff with the hopes of paying that back. (laughs) Right. They do that. I wouldn't recommend uh, it necessarily, but you're, but you're financing your career mm -hmm. with time. Mm -hmm. You're spending time, uh, in a, in a, whether you're out, uh, sorry, working from home or whatever it is that you're going to do. You're working Mm -hmm. on that so that you can grow your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And hopefully you can latch on to something that allows you to be at home Mm -hmm. and doesn't take you away from to where you can't respond and reply. You know, there are so many things that that people are now doing at home. So, you know, that's got to be easier. Me, I'm, I'm always the thinker of being in a factory in a building under a roof. That's the way it's always been. And that's why I'm so adamant that I, you know, I just got to keep grinding and grinding. And, and I do some, some side things outside of regular VO, you know, to try to help supplement as well. But, you know, like, like what you're saying, I'd like to see this thing carry itself a little bit better, you know, just a little better. It'd be nice. Yeah. And in some sense, you're waiting on the next client Mm -hmm. to come in and supplement that. 
But until that client shows up, you need to fill the gap. Of course. That's, and that's really that, all yeah. it is. And it's my responsibility. Like, that, yeah. I, I, I recognize that. Sure. And, you know, I got to do what I got to do. But that's just, I just, that's just one, something I want everybody to know that's getting into voiceover and to understand is like, you know, if you make, if you, if you do jump full time too early, that's fine. You know, like you got to, you basically got to take chances anyway to learn and, and oh, grow, yeah. you know, and that's what mm. I did. Now, was I hoping things would be different? Sure. Who wouldn't hope things would be different? <laughs> but I mean, like, I basically, you know, Give myself almost two years, really. You know what I mean? Like that I got to try this out. Did I learn everything? No, but I did learn a lot and it's definitely helped me. Um, but there again, you just can't think voiceover. I mean, I saw someone post the other day and I can't, I don't, it wasn't in the VO life, but I think it was in a different Facebook group and it was like, do you, so is every people in voiceover, they really making good money. And there was people right away saying like, I've been doing voiceover since 73 and it put my kids through college or whatever. And that's great, <laughs> but that's not how you should approach that answer. You know what I mean? That's giving that person just unrealistic expectations that they're yeah, going to be jumping yeah. to voiceover and do all this stuff. And that's not, it wasn't even somebody who like, you know, is offering those programs we were talking about in your episode, Alden. I mean, I'm just saying it's yeah. just, I got on there real quick and I was like, look, absolutely you can make good money, but is it realistic to make it right away? Absolutely not. It's going to take time. And then uh, luckily it other is, people jumped yep. in there to back up that yeah. comment and just to let this person know. And the person did seem appreciative for the honesty and transparency, but that's how we have to be with our community and with each other. I mean, like there's even some people who we call elite who are like that, you know, who, who are truthfully and, and honestly don't come into voiceover expecting to make all this money right at right, once. I mean, right. it takes time yeah. to build, to, to build. Why am I build. saying it's build? It takes yeah. time to build <laughs> not only your business, but yourself and learn and grow. I mean, like you just can't go into voiceover thinking, you know, everything all at once or, or that it's as easy as just talking into a microphone. It is not. And, and I'm constantly <clears throat> no. learning and, and, and trying to better myself. And that's how you should approach it too when you jump into voiceover. If you yeah. have another job that allows you to work from home or at least part time or something that you can be at home, be at your microphone, I think that's the best position you can be in to get started in voiceover, if possible. Well, and part Very of this true. transparency, I'll, I'll share where I am coming from as well. I I would say I also jumped into full time too soon. I'm just past four years doing voiceover and two and a half years full time. Mm-hmm. And the reason I jumped wasn't because I couldn't take it anymore in my job. That wasn't the case. We were actually moving to be closer to my wife's family. And right. we had put a date on that and we put some savings back so that we knew we could do it. My business wasn't going to right away be enough for us. We knew we were going to have to live on, off of savings for a little bit. And my wife also got some work. And so we had a plan in mind. Hmm. The plan didn't go perfectly. And, and still, you know, what plan goes perfectly, right? Right. Um, so for me, where I started to miss some, uh, miss some stairs, right? And start to trip up the stairs. Is that you got the image? Right, right. So I'm climbing up the staircase <laughs> to build my voiceover business. I was finding some pretty good success on Fiverr. And that was reaching the point where it was providing for us. Yeah. You know, really well. Um, problem was. I should have been pretending that that didn't exist and continued building the other aspects of my business. Yeah. I didn't do that. So when Fiverr started to take some, uh, uh, 
well, started to treat me poorly, I will say. <laughs> when Fiverr started to treat me a little bit poorly, I didn't have the other spokes in the wheel, you know, built yet. And mm -hmm. so even though I've been in it two and a half years, like you, Jake, that whole two and a half years full, uh, full time wasn't all doing everything I needed to do in the terms of marketing and growing all the spokes of the wheel. Yeah. And to mix metaphors. Right. No, I know. Absolutely. And I, I totally relate to that because that was kind of my issue with the first half and maybe even more than half of 2022. Like, uh, like I've mentioned before, like I pretty much was, I, while I did get agents in 2021, my second year in voiceover, I mean like most of my work, all of my work really was coming off of VDC and I did really well on VDC. And mm -hmm. then, uh, just for some reason, stuff just started dropping off. And I think a lot of that was due to the promo they were running with the $99 premium membership kind of thing. And so the website got flooded because who doesn't want to make money talking into a microphone and doing voiceover. Yeah. So people saw that and they, and they jumped on that. And then I probably received a lot less auditions than I would because the because of how the algorithm has to work or whatever and how mm. they do things, which I don't fully agree with. Yeah. That's out of my control. Yeah. But I didn't do any of that marketing until like the end of that first year. And it was like, oh my gosh, like if I would have just started this right away or invested in, in learning how to market right away, who knows where I would have been now versus then, right? And right, right, it's just, right, it's right. something like it's hindsight we're, we're is totally all, 2020. We're all in yeah. that, in that same boat yep. pretty much that right. we, we got into marketing a little late. Uh, talking about VDC and I, I listened to um, uh, JMC over the weekend in the evocation conference. And he spoke about, you know, everybody, he, he said, he's always been one to go against the grain. And I get that. He said, whether it was investments or personal business, whatever, he said, I've just always, for some reason, I seem to go against the grain. Mm -hmm. And everybody was saying, don't get on pay to plays. Don't do pay to plays. <clears throat> and back many years ago, he and a certain group, you know, a group of people got on voices.com. And as he said, they made millions of dollars on there. They were booking everything. And then, you know, it, back like when it you was said, young, pretty much. Yeah. And then it changed and whatever. And they got away from it, you know, and, and didn't fool with it anymore. Um, that, you know, that's part of that thing to where, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's very crowded. It's very hard. Um, but where I want to tie him into this whole story is, uh, the VO Journey Conference that's coming up, Anthony Pika's online yeah. conference. JMC uh, came onto a post very strongly, letting people know why the quote-unquote elites or whatever you want to call people who have been around a while, why they were going to this conference. And right. why, would, why would they sponsor this guy? You know, he's all about cutting rates. He's this, that, and the other. And JMC said, hey, also, we're going to educate the people about it. If we don't go on yeah. there and educate them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yep. and awesome, you know, and I, and I wish really cool when thing. I started, that was, I, I'll admit to everybody, let's be transparent. That was where I started. I was in right. that group. Yep. That was the first voiceover group I got in and I, yeah. I followed yeah. everything they said do because they were posting what they were making every month. And I'm talking 5,000, 8,000, $10,000 a month on mm -hmm. Fiverr. Right. So I thought this right. is how you do it. This is how it's done. Yeah. Right. And and it took a year or a year and a half before I got educated on no, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. Right. This is not this yeah. is not how you should do it. Oh, okay. And I had to, you know, then I, I that year and a half that I did that, I learned a lot. I became very proficient at what I was doing. I had a decent actually had a decent book of business off of that that would sustain me 
if I wasn't booking on pay to play or through an agent or through direct. Right. And it, it held me up a little bit. And then uh, up until what, I don't know, four, six months ago when I let that last client go from that era mm-hmm. who was paying me close to $1,500 a month, probably, but you worked yourself to death for it. So, right. Uh, you know, transparency is not just here. It's all the way up the chain. And that yeah. it just, yep. it really made me feel good to see that this week as to 100%. why, why are they going to that conference? And I'm, and it was, you know, the way the question was asked was terrible. Right. You know, yeah, but, the, but was it was, it was it. nice. Yeah. It was, there were, there was anger, uh, but the response was, was spot on and, and perfect. And, and yeah. perfect. That's what people need. They need to be educated on VO as a whole, and it needs to be transparent as a whole. Yeah. Does that mean that yep. what Anthony's doing is wrong? No, he's not doing anything wrong. He's running his business. He's doing things his way. He's educating people the way that he came up into the business. He's sharing all that. Yeah. And now they'll get an opportunity to hear something different from right. JMC right. or from the other people who are, and I don't like the word elites, but I really like what he yeah. said is he he is going to do a uh, a talk on how to get out of the low paying jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, yep. I, everyone listening right now, I just want you to think about what you just heard from all three of us. How you know what we got stuck in? All, uh, no, I say stuck in. Alden, you know, working on Fiverr for so long and reaching a point of sustainability, but not doing anything else. Me being really successful on VDC and not doing anything else. Troy starting off the way he did. That should tell you right now in this business yep. that you should have multiple. What I call opportunity streams, what Alden said, spokes on a wheel, multiple sources of of whatever that looks like, whether that's marketing, agents, pay to plays. If you're on Fiverr, that's fine, whatever. Don't let anybody tell you you're doing it wrong, but also be aware of again. And we talked about rates before, but like, don't be aware of what your worth is. And if you can avoid it, don't work for rates that don't work that that don't do you any. Yeah. Good, yeah. Right. You right. know, there's, there are right. things you should avoid, but at the end of the day, it's your business. It's your livelihood, but have multiple streams of opportunity. Like don't yeah. just say, Oh, X is working for me. I'm going to stick with X and only X because what's the definition of insanity? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the definition Doing the same of thing over again and re- expecting different results. hundred percent. And mm-hmm. that's, and, and, and I, I, I have done that. So sorry guys, I've been a little insane. Uh, there you <laughs> before, you know, <laughs> well, but uh, we're all a little insane. Exactly. Yeah. Look, yeah. you only have one spark of what is it? What did Robin Williams say? You only have one spark of insanity. Don't lose it or something. Don't like lose. <laughs> yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Something like maybe I'll let it go out. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If you know the right <clears throat> quote, email us at another video podcast. There you go. No, it's um, funny, but, uh, Troy, that you mentioned J. Michael, because I was thinking of something else uh, from oh. J. Michael that I that I feel like applies to what we're talking about. He dropped a blog post a week ago or maybe a little bit longer, I can't remember when I read it, about the things they don't tell you about success in voiceover. Mm-hmm. Did you read that? Do you know what I'm talking I about? I, I think I did. One yeah. of the things he talked about in there is when you have one big client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pretend that. like that client doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, not not that you're not serving them, but financially right. and as a part of your business, pretend they don't yeah. exist and continue to build your business Spend your income as if that client doesn't exist because yeah, they yeah. can be gone like that. Don't stop yeah. your process and don't change you know? how you live. So for me, whether that was 
the early success on Fiverr or Jake, your success on Voices.com, mm-hmm. you know, pretend like that doesn't exist and keep building your business as you need to. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be convinced by success, by even mild success, that you're done because the work right. isn't done. Never, work's never done. Yeah. And I've heard that a lot. The work's never done. I mean, if you hit a place that you know you're happy and you're and that's that's fine and dandy, but you can always lose clients. You can, oh, all, they yeah, can always yeah. they can always they, they can always say, hey, we want a different voice. Hey, we stopped doing this, whatever that looks like. So I like yep. that. Pretend pretend they don't exist. Yeah. Well, and if you've got enough clients, you're probably losing clients every week. Well, true, true. <laughs> As you find new ones, though. Yeah, yeah. You know. But again, that's why we that you should continue to grow and continue well, just the work. The work. Yeah, never sometimes stops. dropping them because they're low-paying clients, like you were talking about, Troy. And and to make more income, you've got to replace low-paying clients with sure. better-paying clients. Mm-hmm. Sometimes dropping them because maybe they just weren't a good fit to work with. Yeah, right. that's, that's okay, okay too. To They're not a good match. That's fine. Yeah, uh, for sure. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Make it Coke Zero though, because I'm Coke, watching my weight. Coke. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, Coke Zero. Oh, oh my. Boy. But I mean, you guys. I mean, it's just. I know we talk about the community so much as we go through these episodes, but that really is what's important because your community are your coworkers. Try to connect, man. Like, I mean, like we don't have a water cooler to go to. So get on those Facebook groups, introduce yourself, go maybe do a workshop or two. See if you can connect with some of those people. Cause a lot of times Mm -hmm. those people are just like you. They're in there for the same reasons. Maybe try to hit them up after that workshop and say, Hey, do you want to work on this together? Should we have an accountability group? Do something like that because your community is what helps you through those downtimes when you're, when you're having, you know, Troy had that friend from last episode who was trying to contact him and was just having a bad day. And when they finally talked, it was really just, man, I've been kind of down on myself and yeah. he just needed that kind of kick in the pants from Troy to get back on it. You know what I mean? I mean, yep. that's just, that's what's so important is the community that we have here and keeping us transparent and real with each other about what's going on. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be successful and it's okay to talk about your successes. Um, But you know, if you're pretending and I'm not saying any, and again, I'm not thinking of anybody in particular, but if you're out there and you're just making it look like you're doing so well, but you're really not, you're not doing anybody any favors. Like you said, you're not doing yourself any favors and you're definitely not doing anybody in the community any favors at all, you know? Agree. Yeah. Right. I agree. And well, and you're and just playing the to Facebook game, the image. You're, yeah. yeah. Right. And what good is that? Right. Yeah. It's, what good it's, is that? You know, I was raised, you don't talk about income. You don't tell yeah. people yeah. what you make. I was sure. raised. Same here. Really. And then, you know, but what I have tried to do, especially at, at the end of the year is to say, all right, my first year, this is, and I, they're on VO Life podcast. My first year, I made this. Right. My second, my second year, I made this. My third year, I made this. And it was escalating. It was doing good. Am I going to be able to report that back for this year? I don't know yet. You know, I don't know. I think I will. I think it's going to go up. I've already, well, I know it will because I'm already at now where I was last year. And that's great. I mean, I'm so close. I'm so close to it. I can can say I'm pretty much there. So that leaves, you know, uh, October, November, December, if if they're decent months, yeah, I'm definitely going to increase enough on last year. But who knows? Who knows? What if, you know, I, there's a couple of clients who I know always come in hard in uh, November and December, and they spend a pretty good amount of money. They did it last year. I have worked with them all this year. But what if they decide 
to go with somebody else and that doesn't come in, I may not hit that, that goal or that target. Right. You know, and you, you just don't know, but yeah, I try to be transparent with that. So people can see that that survey that came out is pretty well spot on. It is. Yeah. And, and, and I'm pretty much a good living example of that survey. You know, I'm, barely in that thing where, you know, where they're saying you make 40,000 or less and, and, you know, and, and depending on how long you've been in and whatever. And I pretty well fit into that the first two years and the third year I, I passed it, nice, which yeah. was great, you know, which is great. And, and it can be done, but as we all three know, and we're trying very hard to make sure the spokes, the funnels, the streams, all of that is working for us and we're working it harder. It's still going to take us another solid year of that type of marketing to really start seeing results. Right. I believe, I believe that. And, and yeah. I still will stand by that belief. I have that somewhere between year three, the end of year three. And when you get into year five, that is when there are lots of changes for you. Yeah. Keep in mind, that's a two year difference. So if you yes. hit year three and you're still not experiencing it, you got two years to go to hit five. Yeah, yeah. Might as well right. give yourself, you know that. what I mean? And I'm hearing other people say this. I, first, I thought, well, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm imagining this, but I'm hearing people that have been in the industry lo way longer than me saying, yeah, it's a three to five year thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, you know, it just instills it in me that I've seen it with my own data and my own what I'm doing. And I think if you guys look at yours based on the fact of, your first year and a half or so, maybe you discount that sure. because you focused on one thing. Sure. And if you'll yes. discount yeah. that and say yeah. my year three and five is actually going to be year four and six mm -hmm. yeah. and, and yeah. look at it that way. And I realized, like I said earlier, we have to do things to subsidize income. Yeah. I mean, in that way. I, I and feel I've like done I'm, things this year. I mean, yeah. I, I sold a, uh, I sold a waiver. Yeah. This year. Yeah. That's right. You know, <laughs> I, I just said <laughs> I have to buy every year. I have to buy somewhere between six and $7,000 worth of hay every fall. And did we have the money and savings? Yes. Did I want to wipe savings out to oh, buy no. hay? Yeah. No. Not if you can help it. There's a jet ski with 63 hours on it. <laughs> <laughs> that is eight years old, which means it's only going to the lake about twice a year, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and we'd rather be riding horses. So, we, you know, we try right, to decide, right. does it make sense? And yeah, you can, it makes sense. And you can rent a jet thing. ski. Yeah, <laughs> sure. exactly. a lake. <laughs> and, you know, maybe it's things like that. You know, sometimes you, you, you sacrifice some things to make things work. And that was a big sacrifice because that thing had some sentimental value. My wife's hip was broken the year we bought it. Hmm. I would take, I would get her on the jet ski by a walker, take her to the dock on a walker. She could barely get around and I would lift her and put her on the jet ski. And then I'd go park the truck, come back and we'd go ride and she could ride and put up <laughs> with that, but she couldn't ride a horse. She couldn't walk, couldn't do anything. And we did that yeah. that whole summer. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it was kind of hard to let that thing go. It well, had for some 63 sentimental hours. value. Yeah. 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 It had no hours on it. You know, so. <laughs> I well, feel like to get to the next level, to double my income, I need to double my work. You know, I've, I've, and that's one thing I've been focused more on this year, um, you know, because I was pretty frustrated last year. And honestly, when you, when you talk about Troy starting, where does your three to five years start? I feel like if I were to start it at the appropriate time where I really started to dig in and build all the spokes of the wheel of my business, I'm probably only starting year three right now. Yeah, exactly. You know, or halfway through exactly. year three. So 
for me last year, not being where I wanted to be, I'm like, if I need to double my income, I need to double my work. You know, I need to really crack down, really get going on marketing even more than I was, double my efforts and yeah. uh, up, upgrade my coaching. You guys know that was a big priority starting this year mm-hmm. was to get more coaching. And um, I'm still working on that, looking at another coach right now and uh, expand what I can offer. Mm hmm as a voiceover talent, as an actor, yep. um, yep. saying yes to things that I didn't know were in my skill, yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes making yourself have to do something or <clears throat> saying yes to something. And then like, you know, getting the job is kind of the best way to go about like learning new yeah, skills. It is. Yeah, it is. Now I had last night, as you guys know, I had a session, a live session with yeah. a studio in New York and, uh, man, I was nervous about it because it was not really in in my wheelhouse mm-hmm. but the director was fantastic and uh was very encouraging all through the session going through all the parts and uh afterwards texted me great great session and just was really appreciative and i that's something probably a year ago i was i would have said i don't think so that's probably not for me well gee whiz yeah. man yeah. you know you gosh know. dang it just you try it just try i it. like what you're saying about doubling up on the work <clears throat> Um, we really do. And, and the three of us made a commitment this week that every Monday, I can't yep. remember if it's 11 o'clock, it is. we're going to, we're going to get central. together 11 central central. We're going to get <laughs> yeah, together yeah. and we're going to keep a, 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 a worksheet or something. Even if we do it on our own to say, we're going to set the goals for the, for that <clears> week. <throat> and we're going to say, did you do it or not? And if you didn't, why, I mean, what do you, why yeah, are you I, not doing that? You've got yep. to do it. And now that we know that accountability is coming on Monday at 11, it's yeah. one thing to get together and talk about how things are going, but now we're going to be even more structured and say, you said you were going to make five cold calls a day. Did you yep. make them? Who did you call? Right, how did exactly. it work out? And we're going to yep. talk about how it worked out. Um, and, and I look back at, at my mission for, for this year, and I, I think I'm doing most of what it says. The, the thing that I've got to continue to work on is the uh, reduction of dialect and I, I coach twice a month with Tom Antonellis for that. It's getting better. Uh, so now what I've got to do is look at, should I replace a couple of spots on my demo with a more Gen Am spot, which I think I'll have to do that. Now, people hearing me on this podcast going, you still sound like a damn hillbilly to me, but, <laughs> but when you, when you focus on it and concentrate on it, it really yeah. makes a difference. And uh, I see that that's really, really changing. You know, as I go through the coaching with him, it's like there's less and less obvious things to work on. It then it becomes very, very pinpointed in particular, and that's what I'm saying. When your your head and your mind gets into a way to do a dialect or an accent or whatever, you can apply it as you're reading it, and and it becomes automatic. It just takes time. So the goal is by the end of this year, I want to be able to hit a Gen Am audition without really having to think too much about it. And right now I'm still having to think about it. And and what I have to do is read it, look at it and go, all right, this has to be Gen Am. Here we go. And mm-hmm. be able to go through it. And now I have to play it back and I say, oops, one of my, one of my gets turned out to be a git. And I got to fix that. Get. Yeah. And it happens. I mean, it happens. I've, I've spoken that language for 59 years. So, you know, don't worry, it, it Troy, you'll get it. I think I'll get that figured out. But uh, 
Well, I, I'm I'm thankful for all of this. I'm thankful for you guys because yeah, I think same. if we didn't do this and do these things, if we didn't do this podcast, if we didn't hold each other accountable, uh, we may have already given up. Yeah, discouraged yeah. might have gotten the best of us. Yeah. Right. And it hasn't, and that's a good thing. And guys, take us as proof into pudding. Accountability groups really do help. Yeah. If you can Gosh, find yes. yours, I, I encourage you to put yourself out there and try to find your group. And you know what? If it doesn't work out with the first couple of people you reach out to, that's fine. Reach out to somebody else. Introduce yourself in a different group. Do something yeah. like that. Yep. Have people that can hold you accountable. Have your water cooler group, whatever you want to call it. Guys, just put yourself out there. Now, guys, do you have any last minute things that you want to add before we go ahead and close I'll this I'll add to up? that. I'll add to that that it really only works in the accountability group if you are authentic. Mm-hmm. If you're real with wh- where your business is and what you're capable yeah. of doing, what you're accomplishing and what you're not accomplishing. There you go. And, and it helps to have two to three very different approaches and perspectives. I think that's what helps yeah, us the yeah. most. Mm-hmm. We had Alden's, the Fiverr approach jakesvoices.com and mine was more of an upwork and fiverr and wherever else you know and, yeah, and i started yeah. i started local marketing things. i had a smorgasbord i did and it was you know i'm i'm blessed with how quickly it flipped uh-huh. and direct quickly became over 50 percent of my business real quickly and that's amazing to me but it's not because just of just marketing uh a lot of it was just dumb luck mm. Well, so, yeah. sometimes that's yeah. sometimes that happens too. You yeah, can always get oh, lucky. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for having this conversation with me today. And for you guys listening, thanks for listening. And again, I think this is episode 20? 19. Episode, ni- no, I think it's 20. Nope. I don't know. I'm looking I'm right go- now. I'm, I'm going for 19 because it's, it's 19. I think we're one behind on the recording sessions. And the it recording says that we have 19 episodes published right now. Oh, okay. okay. That's surprising. Um, at then it. you're yeah. right. It said episode. Right. Uh, okay. That's so weird because it said episode nine. It says episode eighteen for the September eighth, but it says we've had nineteen episodes published. Well, there was I an think intro. A, zero there's a trailer. Introduction. There? Okay. The trailer. So there episode is some 19, confusion man. there. Okay. This yeah. is episode nineteen, guys. We're almost hitting episode twenty. That's really cool for us. We're really excited to to oh, yeah. be here and talk to you guys about. And we're this over stuff. a thousand downloads. We are. We are. We yep. are over a thousand downloads. We are at a thousand thirty-two as of right now. We are at twelve downloads today on September twelfth. It is our golden love it, love it. golden day in September. Thank you guys so much for listening in. We'll be back next week, next Friday, as always, with another VO podcast. I'm Jake Sanders with Troy Holden and Alden Schunnerberg. Email us your questions, concerns, likes, anything you want within reason to (laughs) another (laughs) VO podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to It's Another VO Podcast. I'm Alden Schunnerberg. And I'm Jake the Snake. No, you are not. Settle down. All right, all right, all right. I'm Jake Sanders. And I'm Troy Holden. Join us weekly as we spill the beans about our challenges being full-time struggling voice actors. Yeah, and by the way, my girlfriend says you two better get it together because she doesn't want me carrying you two on this podcast. Sayeth the voiceover rookie himself, but be sure and join us on the next episode because I guarantee it, Jake will do something worth hearing. And what do you mean by that? No, really. What does that mean? Dude, dude, let it go. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, where are you guys going? Hey, don't you kill the feed. Don't you dare kill the feed. Hey, where, where are you going, Alden? Troy, what are you... Uh, are you... Uh,